Welcome to Tubular Connections, a series where we make meaningful connections in the HSS, steel, and engineering communities. Here's your host, Brad Fletcher, Senior Structural Engineer at Atlas Tube. Uh, welcome, this is Brad Fletcher, Sales Engineer for Atlas Tube, and today I'm talking with Jason Hoover with SidePlates. So Jason, uh, what exactly is your, your title at SidePlate? I'm the Eastern Regional Business Manager for SidePlate. Okay. So we're here. We are at the Structural Engineers Association of Ohio, uh, their annual conference. We are in the process of wrapping up day two, and just thought I'd take the opportunity to talk with Jason here a little bit about what he does and his involvement. Um, you're involved with the SEA, uh, and you have been for a number of years, right? That's correct. I'm currently the uh, chairman of the conference committee, so coordinate with a couple others putting on this whole two-day conference every year in Columbus. Also chair the communications committee um, for SEA, which means I work on the website send out the newsletter, uh, et cetera. Uh, before that, I was uh, I was president of SEO several years ago, and then before that, I was a director for three years as well. So I think I've been involved the entire nine years uh, that I've lived in Ohio. Okay, great. So you spent the uh, first part of your career in Chicago, right? I did, yeah. yeah. So I was uh, graduated from University of Illinois in 1997, and I moved right to Chicago right afterwards, and I was a consulting structural engineer for about 10 years there. Worked for mostly smaller consulting firms, doing some new design, commercial work, and then I did about uh, six years of forensic work. So I learned a lot there. Again, another small consulting firm, but had a good boss, Stuart Jacobson, who taught me a lot. He'd been around the block for many years and uh, tried to keep my ears open and learn a lot about the forensic side of things, and that opened my eyes to constructability. And I have, I've always had somewhat of a practical bent in appreciating how things get put together. So uh, Stuart was always very adamant about everything we draw has to be buildable. So think how you would build that when you're drawing a detail. Think how you would build that or how the contractor would build that. So we spent a lot of time in the field fixing problems and that's where I kind of developed a, a real strong interest in the practical side of things. So of course I'm an engineer by training, but uh, I like to spend more time in the field and learn from the contractors who are actually putting it together, how we could be better at our jobs. You know, this detail is a real problem for us. It takes a long time to do. Uh, and that's translated now into side plate as well. We constant uh, quality control and improvement of talking with these construction side, improving those types of things. Yeah, I would echo that. Uh, similar things with you know, when you're dealing with sitting in a design office, if you haven't been out and seen your own designs or been out and seen, you know, what does a one-inch plate really look like, you know, uh, you, you do need to have that sense, that sense of constructability. I think that's great. Um, and having that appreciation for that and obviously taking that to uh, the advantage of uh, side plate, I think that's that's huge. So, you know, I've been involved with the, uh, several SEAs throughout the, the U.S., and uh, I have to say, number one, this is a great conference. Um, you treat the vendors really well, and uh, there's always really good talks. Um, maybe I'm a little biased because I was a speaker this year, but I uh, <laughs> uh, appreciate that opportunity, by the way. But one of the things that I, I am very impressed with with the Ohio SEA is the engagement with students. You guys have, I think, six different universities involved. You have student chapters, and I think that's uh, phenomenal. I think it's unprecedented. I don't think there's a lot of SEAs that have that level of participation of students. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah I think you're right, too. We've heard accolades from NCSEA, the National Council, uh, that we have one of the best student participations of any of the SEAs across the country. So uh, a lot of that was driven by uh, uh, Dick Meyer, uh, Sheldon Meyer in Dayton. He was president, I think, two years before I was. Uh, he was very passionate about engaging students, uh, starting at Ohio State University and OU, they had the first two chapters and then spreading on to University of Cincinnati and then uh, University of Dayton were the next couple. But uh, he was very driven by that, passionate by it, he wanted to get into student involvement, would donate his time to traveling around the state and talking to these different groups about the benefits of membership. 
And then as a credit to the students, they were usually the ones to run with it. So we gave them uh, some seed money to have some meetings and things, but there would be a local president of the student chapters and they were responsible for organizing their own meetings and things and we would just provide support on the outside. That's great. Yeah, we so last night we had uh, the dinner with some awards that were given off, and so they're all the, the chapter reports. And so they are very impressive how engaged the students are, and um, and the fact that you know each university keeps feeding your organization, obviously, with more people that are hopefully are involved down the road. That's great. Yeah. So we have uh, several years ago we started offering what we call education awards that are essentially scholarships for the students, um, ranging from a thousand to two thousand dollars a piece. Uh, the students submit a short paper, usually a, an engineering topic. And this is open to any student, an undergrad student in a university or a college in Ohio. And we give away three of those every year at the conference, and that was at the dinner last night. Get the students have to go up there and talk a little bit in front of a bunch of people and get different levels of comfort and confidence, but it's fun. Well, public speaking is a good skill to have as an engineer, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, so you've been with SidePlate for how long now? Seven years. Oh, seven years. Okay, so describe a little bit your role as the Eastern Region Business Manager. Yeah, so... If you haven't seen SidePlate before, it's a steel connection system uh, that started out in the West Coast uh, after the Northridge earthquake. It started as a, a seismic connection, and that was exclusively what they did for about 15 years. A new type of seismic connection that solved a lot of the problems they found um, in the pre-Northridge connections, they called them. So uh, after about 15 years of doing it one way, um, SidePlate folks started taking a harder look at the physical makeup of the connection, how it was constructed, both in a, a fab shop uh, and in the field and tried to make it much more efficient. So SidePlate is a connection, but we don't manufacture anything. Uh, we have some intellectual property patents on the connection itself, but anybody can build it, any steel fabricator puts it together, uh, and any erector can put it up. So we don't manufacture the, the connection that gets installed. It's just built of standard, standard plates. So that's a long-winded way of saying that there were a lot of changes. We went around uh, in the late 2009, 2010 era, and uh, changed the way the connection was built, and it became a lot more efficient, a lot cheaper to build in the shop, and a lot faster in the field. And it started making sense on non-seismic projects. So just any moment frame building, even a building governed by wind, uh, we had this very stiff connection that could reduce the steel tonnage. And now we have a, a system that's all bolted in the field, so it drops into place and bolts, and the speed of construction has increased pretty significantly. So when I started, it was a, pretty much a green field out here in the eastern part of the country. It was just Henry Gallart, who's the president of SidePlate, working on the west coast, and me in the east. Uh, and, and we have, proud to say, we've grown pretty substantially since I started. Uh, the company has gone from about 10 employees up to, I think, 41 right now. Uh, we have a full-time R&D staff, as well as now seven dedicated people uh, to business development and serving the different regions around the country, including two others in the East now with me as the company's grown. That's great. Yeah, I mean, having gotten to know you through trade shows and throughout the years, um, to see SidePlate grow and evolve, I mean, it's, you know, you guys have done a great job, uh, especially in taking it into the general arena of non-seismic. I think that's, um, I think you guys have done, done great success there. I've had the pleasure of driving by a few projects. I haven't been involved personally, but I've driven by a few projects. I'm like, oh, it looks like a side play project. Mm -hmm. You could, could tell just from the construction. So I think that's great. And and also we've been involved a little bit uh, at Atlas. You know, we helped uh, provide some material for these, the more, your most recent seismic test for the fuel bolted, right. which is uh, just finishing up its pre-qualification. So we're excited to be involved with SidePlate because it does give engineers an option to use HSS uh, in, in seismic applications, which is somewhat limited. Right. Um, so we're excited for that. So pre-qualifications wrapping up and should be published early next year, right? I believe so, yeah. yeah. So I'm sure there's challenges with, it, with any product like this, but so what are some of the challenges that in the eastern part of the United States you have to deal with at SidePlate? So the biggest challenge we deal with is the status quo. Uh, the, 
construction world is pretty conservative for the most part. Um, so the first part is uh, breaking down the barriers, trying to get people to open their heads to something different. Uh, we do have this moment connection, so the other challenge is talking to engineers and getting their head away from, okay, it's a special connection, I don't need that because it's non-seismic. That's what people think. About. They try to make it a one-to-one -one comparison with different types of connections. So we have a very unique system in that it's a different way of building buildings. We try to make steel construction very efficient. So if we're looking at, engineers are looking at a steel frame building, they usually look at a brace frame concept or a moment frame concept. Uh, we see ourselves as a third way of doing steel construction. So it's a moment frame building, but it's a lot less tonnage, so it's going to be cheaper than a conventional moment frame. Uh, and it's a lot faster and easier to erect than a brace frame building and gives the architects and the owners their open floor plan that they want and flexibility for the future. So most of our, our work is uh, education, um, showing people what's going on, uh, showing them it's not as difficult as they thought it was or they thought it would be by looking at a, a complicated picture. Henry Gillard, the president of SciPlate, always jokes about, he says, it's a lot like green eggs and ham. You know, we're chasing people around with this, this fork, telling them to try and take a bite. You're going to like it. You're going to like it. And they say they don't want it, don't want it. And then they finally take a bite. And they're like, oh, that is pretty good. It went pretty well. We, now we really do like it. Yeah, that's, that's a great analogy. Um, yeah, I imagine whenever we're out there as engineers selling a product, if you will, it's always about, A, helping the engineers understand that they don't have time to learn everything. And so we're here to help them and, and not to push something down their throat and to give them the tools that they need to do their job better. And I think that's, by having unique solutions like SidePlate, I think that's, that's a great opportunity for them. Right. And there's always the constant hurdle of getting over the, the sales mentality, right? People right. think we're just a salesperson trying to come in there and sell them something. Right. The engineers don't pay us, the contractors don't pay us. <laughs> the fabricators eventually pay us as part of their steel package. So. Yeah. And I think it's a great model. It's obviously something that's evolved over time, but I think it's a great model. You know, we, going back to kind of the theme we were talking about earlier about young engineers and, and the involvement the SEA has here in Ohio, what are some of the things that you mentioned to young engineers or what would you mention to a young engineer if they were to ask you to, for some sage advice from the wise old one here? <laughs> well, I'd certainly never couch it in the terms of me giving sage advice, but uh, my experience was always to, to try and listen and learn from uh, the people around me. So I was, um, as I'm sure you were, going into the engineering community right out of college pretty intimidated. I didn't really know what to think or was also a little scared of the fact that I'm designing these steel beams and columns and things that are supposed to hold up this building and it felt like a, a wealth of responsibility. But uh, I would try to listen to my uh, my elders or my peers around me that knew more than I did and then learn from every interaction. Of course, you make mistakes along the way, but you try to learn from them. And Okay, why did this happen? What can we do to avoid this in the future? And really listen a lot more than uh, I would try to talk because I didn't know much of anything at that time. Talked about my boss, Stuart. Uh, he was definitely somebody I would try to spend as much time as I could with going over photos and things of projects and just listening to his interpretation of events and learned a lot from him. Yeah, you have to write as, as someone who comes out of school and, you know, you have a degree and you have an engineering degree, but yet you realize that, you know, 90% of what we actually ultimately learn is on the job. And so, yeah, being open to, to that and, and hearing those around us that have had the experience, I think that's, that's great advice. Well, we'll wrap this up here, but um, I know you and I will cross paths here again. We It's high trade show season here, so we'll be bouncing around. But I imagine next time we cross paths will be at NCSEA in Chicago. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so the National Council Structural Engineers Association has their engineering summit in Chicago at the end of October. Sideplate will be there, Absolutely. as well as Atlas Tube. So uh, those of you listening, if uh, you haven't yet planned to come to Chicago, we encourage you to do so and, and come seek us out. Jason, thank you so much for the time today. Thank you, Brad. Thanks for listening to Tubular Connections. 
You can learn more about designing with steel HSS at atlastube.com.